on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We are hanging out at the new Delaney's Tavern. Talking about uh, Soto After Dark, our sponsor, and scooters. 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 Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus job, bus decker. And I'm your grade five math teacher, Mr. Brown. Grade five? What are you, Canadian? Yeah, I am. No. I'm Brendan O'Connor from bungalow.com. And uh, we are hanging out today. We are at Delaney's. It's a new tavern, bar, restaurant. It's right on Orange Avenue. Uh-huh. It's uh, the bottom floor of the Delaney Hotel, which is a brand new hotel. And it used to be Doc's. Yeah, a long time ago. It's just like a sports bar directly across from Orlando Health. Yeah, it's, it's a great location for people that maybe have to go to the hospital or or even just want to stay near downtown Orlando. It's a fantastic location. It's kind of like a boutique hotel. It's not yes. a huge hotel. Not huge. Sorry, my mouth is full of cronut. Yeah, like you, like you've said, like you haven't said that before in your life. All right. <laughs> if I had a quarter... <laughs> I'd spend it on cronuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, if you were here before when it was the sports bar, this place looks completely different. Like it's a it's a whole new place. It has like a like a bachelor pad kind of feel. A little to bit, a little bit. Like I could come here and like make out with a rich old man kind of a feel. Okay. Yeah, I like it. No, it's nice. They got a beautiful bar and. Uh, lots of drinks and really good food. We've had a sample. Food is of amazing. Lamb chops, lamb lollipops. Lamb lollipops, which I is basically a, like a little lamb chop on its bone. Super good. I had some a poke. Uh huh. And I just had cronuts. They had uh, tartar, which was amazing. I was here before, and if you're an Instagram follower, you saw the picture. They have like a vegan paella that's Ooh. amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of it here. They've done a great job. This building is really like a quilt work of three different decades of construction. There's a building from the 60s, a building from the 80s, and a building from the 90s, I think. So it took a really long time because they kept hitting all of these like big construction snags uh, when they were trying to put it together. It's nice also to have like an adult restaurant. And what I mean by that, it's not, it's not really... Oh. You know, you're not going to get tacos here. You're not going to get... No. Not that I have anything against tacos, but, it, like, I, I, I think you could get, like, a nice meal here, have a nice drink. It's probably not going to be super loud most days. Yeah, it's, it's just loud right now because we actually are here at the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Yeah, this is, like, their opening. So, yeah. anyway, here at Delaney's, come check it out right across the street from Orlando Health on Orange Avenue. And we are in Soto tonight because our episode sponsor is Soto After Dark. Also, we don't really come to Soto as much as we should. And so we, we will give change it some love. that. More yeah. love in Soto's future. Yeah, we're going to get down to Soto. Not because they're paying us. And it's not down. It's like, it's just on the other side of 408. It's true. You know, like, it's basically downtown. Yeah. We are south two of seconds south of City <laughs> Hall. You know, like, you could walk here from City Hall in a five minutes. True. So we'll, we'll uh, we promise all yeah. you Sotoites. We'll tell you more about Soto After Dark later in the episode, but it's a really cool event happening at Novel Lucerne. And if you're a Bungalow or a Buddy subscriber, you get a BOGO ticket entry so you can bring a friend. So make sure you check your Bungalow or Buddy's email to get that promo code. Yeah, and we should say here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding 
bungalow neighborhoods like College Park and Winter Park and Paramore and Thornton Park and all, all the those parks. places. If you've missed any of our episodes, go and listen to all them those on platforms. We just started putting videos out too, yeah. so check that out. But go to go listen to our podcast. Yeah. Last night, uh, John, we went out of the out of the district. We though. did. We believe it or not, you and I go out of our district and Sometimes. go explore the rest of Central Florida. We are free range chickens. We True. are independent women. You can't and, tell us what to and do. You uh, you took me out. I did take you out. You picked me up. <laughs> paid for my my drinks. I did. I did. But you, in all fairness, you're working hard. Yeah. On putting out a video. We're gonna have a little True. like how to. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. So we went to Halloween Horror Nights. Spoiler alert. And it was awesome. It was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. I haven't been in a few years. I went uh, when I was a reporter at WESH. I went. Uh, but this year I really got to experience it because we got the express passes. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Like, it's $90 if you want to buy it yourself. I think so. I looked and it up. And you can skip the lines. Totally worth you it. Basically, there are people who are in line for like... Two hours sometimes. I know, I know. Houses. It's There's a it's nine busy. houses. I, mean, I think there was nine. Yeah. Nine houses. We'll so have to check we it went again. to all nine of them. All nine. Halloween in one night. Nights. Oh, in one night. One after the other. Yeah. And so Ghostbusters and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Stranger Things. Us. Us, which was my favorite. That was your favorite. That was my favorite. And I think uh, there was a Rob Zombie house, a house of a thousand corpses. Also fantastic. I love that one, too. Yeah, and there are some other ones that really aren't Not related great. to movies. Yeah. But, like, their own scary thing. There were a couple that, like, just weren't scary. Like, they were all cool in their own merit. Yes. But, like, not, like frightening now, and i'm easy to you scare you jumping on me and trying no. to have me protect you. the us one though john that one's i looked up. for your hand once and really? it was not there ah. not readily available for me to clutch onto and i was a little scared All you right. had abandoned me and neither one of us have seen that movie no and i think that's why it affected me yeah because i didn't have any context to like the characters well, maybe we should like, watch it together <laughs> do you get mad if someone pauses a movie if it gets too scary? Yes. You do? That that's sounds, me. I mean, if you're a five-year-old baby, that's fine. Well, I basically but if you're am. an adult man, I that should know that it's just a movie. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Same with, like, awkward comedies. I got to pause it. I got to pause it. If I know, like, if it's too much of, like... Like, something really bad is going to happen. Like, someone's going to poop their pants at, like, a, a christening or something. Like, yeah. I got to pause it. got to pause it. I got to pause, pause it. You're just, you're just delaying the inevitable. It's okay. It helps me, like, lower my estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right word. So, Brendan, what's happening in Orlando since There's we've talked about Delaney's and Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, Global Peace Film Festival kicked off this week. Oh, all right. Yeah, so it's going to run through to the 22nd. It's venues all over town. Uh, it's basically a film festival that's all about bringing together filmmakers who want to make a more peaceful planet. Uh, World-building, connection-building films. Where is it at? The Enzian? That's one of the venues, but it's multiple venues. So if you want to see a full lineup, just type Global Peace Film Festival into our search bar at bungalore.com. Okay. And you'll see the line. We have all of the films listed, some trailers for some like the more standout ones. Uh, it's cool. And if you're again, if you're a Bungalore buddy, you also get a deal... To this as well. It's a BOGO deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm waving right now to Patty Sheehan. Commissioner oh, Patty Sheehan. Patty Sheehan. Yeah. She's on a high right now because she just installed a swan crosswalk 
in Thornton Park. Really? Oh, yeah. I saw the photo. And they've been working on this crosswalk, I want to say, for five years. Sure. Yeah. Patty yeah. Sheehan, can you tell us how long you've been working on this swan crosswalk? Five freaking years, okay? So everybody that wants one, like, right away, okay? Y'all are going to have to go through the same process that they did, but I'd like to see more. And usually that's what happens. We try to do something that's kind of unique and creative. It takes a while, and then it kind of makes opens it up for everybody else, like the banners. Mills 50, it took forever, three years, and everybody else has got them. So, so. wait a minute. What, what, what is a what swan was, crosswalk? Oh, my gosh. You haven't seen it? It's actually pretty cool that the Thornton Park neighbor, the Thornton Park um, Main Street, Main Street District. You know they've had a lot of issues there at Washington and Summerlin. It's been kind of a bad, you know, really. That's people the don't intersection by Graffiti Junction yeah. and Seven Eleven. No, they moved Junction. over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a former. You know, yeah, it's, it's it is a. It's I was thinking a wild side. He hasn't seen the crosswalk. He doesn't know where Graffiti right. Junction is. I don't even live in Orlando. You don't even. There you go. So, so this is the thing. You know, they wanted something that was really make people pay attention. Because we try to do different things and get, you know, four-way stops. Because people just don't pay attention to pedestrians in that area. So the great thing was that they worked with one of our graphic designers. She came up with something kind of fun. It's cute. And, and unique. And it's like I an alternating it. black and white swan pattern. It's a black and white pattern. swan pattern. And it's, it's like a piece of artwork. It's incredible. Thornton Park just has released a whole new shirt line that has the pattern in orange and black and white. It's really cute. Yeah, Patty, what was the holdup? It it's something to do. It's not state level. Is it county? Something no, we had a change in our transportation director, so we had to go through the process all over again. Oh. And so what happened was every month when they asked, they wanted to have a transportation engineering with me. The first thing I did when they sit down was this, where's my crosswalk? Where's my crosswalk? Where's my crosswalk? Five every years. single month. And you know what? I did that for a year. And I said, I don't want to hear about any other project. I want to know where's my crosswalk. And it's not just an aesthetic thing. They call them visual speed bumps because it actually, when people exactly. see it, they register that it's a place of significance and lower their speed, the right? The weird thing is that a lot of things that we've done, like on Bumby, where we did landscaping. Yes. And we, you know, we, we actually put one crosswalk going into the park. You know, it's, it's not like a, it's like a smaller speed hop, a speed table going into the park. When you give those visual cues, I didn't think people were going to slow down when we opened Bumby back up, but it really did. It did. Yeah, it's, it certainly did. Patty, great job. Love I it. Love the it's Swan Crosswalk is beautiful. And, and the really nice thing, too, is they. You know, I paid to have the stencil made, and uh, it it really came out cool. Those guys now we have the job. stencil, right? Did you keep the, get, do you keep the stencil? What's that? Yeah, we're going to keep the stencil. Uh-huh, but I don't uh-huh. know if Thornton Park's going to let anybody else use that. We should do it all, like a whole mural but, with it. But the nice thing is that from now on we have a – because they had never done that before. That company had never used a stencil uh-huh. to lay down a special crosswalk. So now that we got the best practices down, we can do more. So this is where the swans have to cross. No. <laughs> we want to keep our swans in our park. Okay. It's for us ugly dunklings, uh, yeah, John. Yeah, you uh, and me go out and see if Patty Sheehan. Up for, up for re-election yes. if you want to follow her. <laughs> go check it out. All right. Well, that's what happens when you record uh, live. You sometimes run into people you didn't expect. And I don't want to brag, but we're professional hobnobbers here. So true. Uh, bring it on. It's true. I'll put that on my resume. We just literally hit publish on that story at 1 o'clock. So it's great to get more yeah. context about it. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing on time? Plenty of time. Plenty of time. 
Do you remember noodles and rice closed in Mills 50? Yeah, why do you got to bring that? it up? Why you got to bring bad things up, Were you a Brendan? big fan of that? Uh, Yeah, I went there once. <laughs> Just once? It was good. No, it was good. I hear a lot about udon, like all you can eat, like hot pot deals and stuff. You know what? I mean, how many bowls can you really eat? Like, I mean, you can eat a lot. Probably but two. In my heyday, like five. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to pay $25 for all you can eat because I just can't eat that much. It's a lot. I'd rather pay lot. 12 for one and be full. Uh, <laughs> and not fat. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. looking good, John. You're all looking right. good. You're working hard. I think, uh, did we just get checked out? Yeah, you did. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Focus, Brandon. I can't remember what Focus. I was talking about. I can't Focus. remember what I was talking about. A Korean fried chicken restaurant. I love it. Will be opening in the former noodles and rice space. This is right next to the Mills, Strand. In Mills 50, right next to the Strand. Uh, and they, it's owned by Hoi Nguyen, the guy who owns uh, King Bao and Poke Hana. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it because, like, I like that it's something different. It's not just like a... A Vietnamese restaurant or a Chinese yes. restaurant. It's specifically Korean fried chicken. It's also leaning into a trend, which is something that Hoi seems to be doing, right? He got he jumped on the Bao train oh, yeah. when it was hot, and now King Bao is killing it. Yeah, they are. They're doing so well consistently. You want to know my one thing with King Bao? What? I don't know if he's going to hear this or not. You've been there, right? I love it. Don't you think the lighting in there is really rough, though? It's like rough fluorescent lights. For what I want, it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I have nothing against the food, nothing against the service. I just walk in there and I feel like I'm in an office. <laughs> but that's just me. But that's okay. No. That's okay. For uh, Mills 50, that's okay. Uh, Everything doesn't have to be a Tory Tory. I don't need it to be like designed just heavily, just maybe not a... Like Someone's like trying a, to make us pose. I just don't want it to look like a gymnasium when I work and <laughs> walk in there. That's all. And... Well, I like that. I like that it's non-plus. I like that it's not, like, super in on itself. I All like right. that it's just, like, get, like, a $3 bow, get some tots. Once again. Get the heck out of there. Okay. Well, maybe that's why they want people to get out. They put bad fluorescent lighting in there. It helps. It helps <laughs> you get in and out. Plus, it's an older building, so Once they didn't again, do much up there. nothing against the food. Anyway. Nothing against the service or the people. They're on the trends. He did the poke thing, yeah. but like Hawaiian poke, so it doesn't have like corn and add-ons. That makes me nervous because I kind of like the add-ons. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. They're doing like this really interesting like spam sushi handheld thing, which is very Hawaiian. Uh-huh. Maybe too Hawaiian for me. <laughs> I tried it at uh, the indoor farmer's market, and I was a huge fan. But I generally like everything that the Nguyen's yeah. do, him and his brother Vic. Yeah. Uh, and so now they're opening this new I'm Korean excited. fried chicken thing. Uh, we'll do a show there. Oh, we're totally going to yeah. do a show there. Yeah. It's going to have other stuff like uh, bibimbap like the, and then like soups. And what are they going to call it, did they say? I think it's called chicken. Okay, chicken. Korean fried. All right. But it's chit like with a dash. Uh, chicken. Ch like ch chicken. Korean fried. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another new spot, we just got a new. We just wrote about it. It's a loading zone Philly steaks. I saw this. Yeah. It's where Beth's Burger Bar used to yeah, be. Yeah. On yeah. Wa Central. No. Washington. Washington. Yeah, Washington. Right next to Gringo's Local. Yeah, in Church Street. Yes. And so that em that emptied out, I want to say, like, maybe four months ago, right? Yeah, it's Beth's been, been, been gone a while. 
Uh, and she opened another spot another way. She just kind of moved. She's right? had one down on, like, way south Orange for a long yes. time as well. And killing it. It's just yeah. the downtown. She wasn't into it anymore. So a, chill, a Philly cheesesteak place. Yes. Open late. Possibly. They're I mean, not releasing a lot of details. I'll tell you what. If they stay open late, they will kill it downtown. I'm assuming. Oh, I know they will. Who's not going to be open late with a Philly cheesesteak? I and know. they're saying it's like OG, real Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Uh, and if you don't know what that means, go to bungalore.com. I gave you the recipe. Yeah, I think they will it do really, really well. Like, there's so many taco places. There's so yeah. many, you know, pizza places, which it's are great. But sometimes you want a yeah, cheesesteak. I want a cheesesteak. And is there really cheese whiz anymore? Do you ever see jars of yeah, cheese whiz? Yeah, you can get cheese whiz. Can you? Yeah. I never see it anywhere. Well, maybe you're shopping at like bougie nice places. 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 Stop going to Fresh Market. White, sharp cheddar. Go to Walmart and uh, Publix. Is that where it is? Probably. Winn-Dixie. I would probably buy it if it was at Fresh Market. We used to buy it all the time. You'd dip some tortilla chips in there. Yeah. There's a new dog salon that's open downtown. Which is great, following, again, the trends. There's a lot of people downtown who get dogs. Yeah, you need to trim their nails and trim them. And and not only will they trim their nails, they'll give them hot towel pedicures. They're calling it podicures. Podicures. Makes me vomit in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Hydrotherapy, spa treatments, and they're going to have little selfie walls that are, like, dog level. Nice. Like little wings that your dog can sit in front. It's too funny. Where's this going? Right by Craft and Common, it's 487 Robinson Street. Okay. Craft uh, and Common in the Axe Place. So you could drop your dog off. Go throw some axes. Throw some axes, grab a coffee, and then go pick them up. <laughs> and, which is great. Yeah. You, you need a destination strip. Go to, go to Catholic Church right across the street if you and want to. And go to church. <laughs> and the picture we have in the write-up, it's somebody. they did a braid with someone's dog ears. Nice. Really long hair on the ears, and they braided it. I love that. I have not seen that before. Nice. Yeah. Are we doing all right? Yeah, we're good. All right. Advent Health is building a Stargate. Oh, I saw the I saw the <laughs> the rendering. Or are they building it already? That's, they're building it, man. Like this is Jeffrey, the artist. Jeffrey. Bi- Jeffrey. I love it. Okay, Jeffrey. He built the prismatic metal dog thing in Lake Nona and the beacon. Which is that projection? Oh yeah, that's cool. He's a- if you've never been to Lake Nona, they do these oh. like projections on one of their parking garages. But I'm not giving it the credit it deserves. It's All the really restaurants cool. face it. It's like a public park. It looks like a giant hourglass shape. It's really cool. Amazing. Yes. This guy is based in Orlando, choosing to stay in Orlando, but doing projects like huge, massive projects in like Southeast Asia making headlines but he's still here and never getting local contracts ever like rarely besides like no no he has two things in, like, where no, does he live i don't know that all you i know, know is orlando him? you know what he looks like yeah all i right. met him a couple times all right he's cool i'm a huge fan like if i wasn't doing this i would want to be doing what he's doing why don't you just do that i don't know Not how to do it better I don't know. way better <laughs> way better yeah. i would love to do that stuff <laughs> I'm so, hoping I can pick his brain because the county is doing that thing for I-4, big sculptures along I-4. I'd love to hear from him. Oh, man, Jeff Ray, if you're listening, if you want to like co-write one, you can teach me how to do it. I would love to learn how to fabricate large-scale sculpture. But so he's making anyway, this thing. They're calling it a halo 
It looks like a big metal abstract this is going halo. Up, uh, Advent Health and Winter Park campus and Winter Park because they're finally reinvesting in it. It's a little yeah, boring, it's, right? It's older. Yeah, way old. Like I think it was open in the fifties or sixties. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, old AF. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it looks like a Stargate. Like it looks like an Egyptian is going to walk through and proposition me. Maybe, maybe they will. Just like handsome Greg Allo, who owns Delaney, who just walked by. He's a handsome <laughs> man. <laughs> was it so like any idea like how much something like this would cost uh, a health? No, a lot. What do you think? It's like polished chrome, John. Oh, and it's like it looks like it's like four stories tall. Wow, like it's gigantic. Well, it's probably not because Winter Park has a cap on three story buildings, don't they? Buildings, it's not a That's building true. though, it's just a sculpture, freestanding sculpture. Uh, it's beautiful, and I. I'm a huge fan. Even though I'm making fun of it and saying it looks like a Stargate, really cool. More yeah. of that, please. I would love more of that. Yeah. And I'm going to be cosplaying in front of it in a loincloth any day now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brendan, uh, did you we, – maybe we talk about this after the break. But we got a few minutes. Did you see that we're going to get these scooters? It was in the paper today. Yeah. And I have the ordinance, the draft ordinance. We're going to hopefully, I was going to share it today, but I think I'll just hold on to it till Monday because there's a lot to get through. Yeah. Uh, the Sentinel broke that. Yeah. So basically, the, they've sort of paved the way or proved the way that Orlando is going to get these electric scooters that like every other city in the country has. Possibly. All so right. the transportation department and the city have drafted an ordinance to be heard by the city. Uh, and where is it? I had some. I had some of the notes. But if you've ever been to like Paris or uh, lots of cities all over the world, they have it. They have. Them. So Fort Lauderdale. Have Billy them. Hathaway, the transportation director, has been outspoken that he is not a fan. He's basically calling it street litter. Our, our uh, oh my my old fashioned just kicked <laughs> in. Our infrastructure, traffic infrastructure, pedestrian infrastructure is not built. To handle that, it was tough transition with the line bikes, right? When they passed the line bikes, they made it so it was legal to ride your bike on the sidewalk. Yes. Right? Yeah. Just for line bikes. So the scooters are going to be the same. Same thing. And they're actually going to maybe get rid of the line bikes. That is, seems to be the trend for line because yeah. they can make more money off of scooters. And I think they're a little bit more manageable because the bikes are like 75 pounds a piece electric assist they're basically missiles yeah and there's a lot of people using them that are like first-time riders that don't know how to ride or stop or anything true or like let alone signaling which way they're gonna go so it's been an issue so they have some stipulations i don't know all the stipulations the ones that i've noticed have included a curfew yeah for the scooters they need to be collected by 6 p.m on fridays and saturdays kind of early and like Kind of a crap deal for Lime. A little bit. To have to collect them that often, right? Which is actually going to limit the number of scooters that we're going to get downtown because they're not going to go full tilt if they have to pick them up, you know? Yeah, every Friday and Saturday. you have to Saturday. pick up your toys every Friday and Saturday, <laughs> you don't want a lot of toys out. You're just going to take out the ones you want to use. All right, we got to wrap it up, but maybe we'll come back to that. Yeah, let's come back and we'll talk about Skirter Coor for you again. All right. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. September is National Library Card Sign-Up Month. 
Do you know someone who has been dragging their feet about using library services? Now's the time to take them to one of our 16 locations to acquire their card. Kids Sewing Messenger Bag takes place at our South Creek branch on September 21st. Customers ages 13 to 17 can make their own messenger bag from start to finish in this two-day class. Our Herndon branch will have resume writing on September 27th. Learn about library resources that can help you craft a resume that will put you on top of the pile. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore of the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brandon O'Connor from Bungalore.com, your source for hyper-local news. And uh, we are hanging out at Delaney's, which is kind of a new bar and tavern restaurant right here on Orange Avenue across the street from Orlando Health. And it is happening. It is happening. This is so cool We've here. Poke and lamb lollipops. Do you remember Citrus and North Quarter? Yeah, yeah, it's a I, good place. I feel like this is like the new Citrus. It'd be a good spot to come have your power lunch if you wanted to. Power lunch, super secret business meetings. Close to downtown. Yeah. Close enough to get a decent meal. Yes. And then it's also right across from the hospital, so I know it's going to be full of like hot doctors all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to find a surgeon to marry, Hang out here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we left, Brendan, we were talking about scooters in downtown Orlando. We were, and uh, they're gonna—they're hopefully soon, maybe, possibly gonna roll these out. Yeah. So the city, which has been adamant that they didn't want scooters, is finally breaking down. I'm curious as to why. Right? Like, is it maybe a lobbyist move? Something's happening. Uh, I did see something in the Orlando Sentinel article that Billy Hathaway, the transportation director, who has been the most outspoken against scooters, said that he would be interested in having a 25 cent per ride like fee. I saw that. Yeah, they're all going to make money on these scooters. Pay for the infrastructure. So, like, I want to know who came up with that idea first. Was it was it proposed by Lime? Or did they come up with it as, like, if you want this, you got to pay a tithe. not a bad idea. But, like, who else is paying a tithe? Well, ta- uh, hotels do. Is the city a church? Hotels pay. If you stay at a hotel, you pay a city uh, tax. That's very true. Or a county not tax. City, that's county. Yeah. I don't that's know. That's interesting. Maybe, maybe taxis if but you But there's operate. also, like, rules around where they could spend those hotel tax dollars, and it's very... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just very monitored. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'd be worried about the extraction of funds from a private business without policies in place to make sure. Yeah, maybe it, it goes to like some sort of insurance policy. Well, what if it just gives someone a raise or like helps them hire someone else? Like I don't know. Like you, you don't need know. To see, no. What if it goes to Brendan O'Connor? That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I am perfectly okay with that. The Someone's Brendan O'Connor Memorial Fund. Memorial Fund. We're talking. Greg Allo, the super handsome owner of Delaney Tavern and, and uh, Hotel, is taking our picture right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we'll see what happens yeah, with the ordinance. I'm Again, excited. I like Draft them. ordinance have by ever, the city. Have you ever been on an electronic scooter, Brendan? No. no? I feel like my center of gravity is too high. No, you're going to go. We'll, we'll do a whole show on a oh, scooter. I'm going to do it. If it's here, I'll do it. 
Like, you can't stop me. Well, we talked about this a little bit. I'll just say one last thing. In July, in Orlando, a scooter's going to make a little more sense than a bike. It's just so hot. Yeah, you don't want to sit all the time. And sometimes, like, women, if you're in a skirt, and if I'm in a skirt. You don't have to put in any I don't have to sit. Yeah. effort. You just hit a button yeah. and it goes. Scooters are more skirt-friendly. <laughs> this is true. That's all I need to know. I'm in it. In it to win it. All right. Uh, One Pulse Foundation just bought property for their museum. Oh yeah, three point five million dollars. You're smiling a little bit. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know a ton about this. I didn't read the story. I okay. just read the headline. Well, they bought an old meat meat factory, and this is off of Cayley, right? Yeah, four thirty eight West Cayley Street. It's also in Soto. Like a third of a mile away from the nightclub. This wasn't a big secret because I went to a meeting one time and they were talking about that they were going to buy some property over there yeah. because there's really nothing around where Pulse is at. I mean, it's resi- or not even residential. It's commercial. Residential and small commercial lots. Yeah, so like this is probably one of the nearest, closest places that you could actually turn into something if you wanted to. Yes, yeah. at least for the large-scale museum that they want. Uh they're, they're projecting that it'll be open by 2020. And they're also looking to buy property next door for the memorial. And it's not a museum just based on what happened at Pulse in 2016. There's a larger scale, like, uh, idea LGBTQ. It, right? I think it's going to be more geared towards, though, Pulse. Really? Yeah. But I guess with, I like, thought it would be geared more towards just, like, extremism in general and how that's bad but i might be wrong i might be wrong too i don't i don't uh, really know like which I said, is hard for, uh, i don't want to get into it uh, can we not get into it you don't have to get into it i i will say this i saw some feedback in the orlando sentinel the next day oh yeah that kind of said there was a letter to the editor that said something along the lines of kind of like maybe instead of buying uh, land for a museum, maybe that money should just go to uh, the actual site, you know, make it into a nice site with uh, benches and, and trees and places and leave it at that. So, I mean, that yes, was somebody's argument. But the reason that's not working is because then there's not an industry behind a building a park, right? True. There is an industry of operating a, of operating and building a national LGBTQ museum. It's true. And that makes me nervous. Uh-huh. It also, but I think the main, I was talking to somebody about this, my friend David Matheson, who, he's the curator. Uh, he does the uh, education stuff over for Orlando Museum of Art. Yes. Super brilliant is what he specializes in. He wrote a letter to the editor at the Orlando Sentinel talking about why we need an LGBTQ museum, right? In Orlando. In, in Orlando. And I, if, if anybody gets a chance to look it up, very interesting. I can't fight it. Hearing his thing, I was like, yes, we do need that. But the difference is I'm seeing Pulse. Oh, it's so controversial. <laughs> There's a schism between people who are for it and people who are against it. The people who are for it see it as a huge national uh, tragedy, hate crime specific to Orlando LGBTQ people. Yeah. And then there's this other side that sees it more as like, yes, a disaster, obviously, horrible, 
You cannot fight that. But also more along the lines of like a hurricane or like something that like affected and killed and hurt people. Massive disaster, yes. But it's, I don't know. Like, and that's, where do you go from that? I mean, I guess if you're going to make that kind of a museum that is dedicated towards uh, LGBTQ and, and, and hatred maybe towards that group and, and uh, education about that group, Orlando would be a good place for that because, you know, a, a, a national tragedy happened here. Right. And it's a moment of learning, and, and maybe people will come here and learn about that. Uh, the other side of that, and, and, and I, you you would have more knowledge of this than I do. I mean, I, I come from a... Not necessarily. A, but, well, but I yeah. do. But I mean, but I come from a straight white man sort of idea of, of living in Orlando. And so it's a little bit different than maybe somebody else. Uh-huh. And so I just have a different perspective of it. And, and so when I think of LGBTQ history, I don't know if I think of Orlando, Florida. Like if you're going to have that. I don't either. And so if they're trying to pitch a national museum riding the coattails of a shooting that happened, uh, I don't know. It's just a tough sell for me. But then then you could argue like like if you're going to say that. But if it's happening here, that's cool, right? Like Again, like I would go there. If if that museum is here, I I would go and I would patron it. What I would want to say is just because – just because that's like the topic, and, and and if you were to say where should it be, I think the obvious answer is maybe New York City. If you're going to talk about LGBTQ rights and history, right. the and problem then the flip I have. Side on that, how cool if we had a nationally so recognized LGBTQ museum here? I was going to say not everything has to be in New York. No, like like the rest of the country has people too. Yeah. So now I'm like now my like Orlando pro like. We need that here. That kicks in, right? So like, what, this goes back to my ignorance. But the roots <laughs> of it, John, and the motivations behind it are what I question. And uh, and we should be questioning and, and, because that's our role and, and is the, to keep an eye on private people and companies who have a stake and are making a living from things around this industry yeah and we should be questioning and we should be watching it and i'm and i want to leave it there because i right. feel like i'm always going to get in trouble well when we talk i about mean this. also i mean that shapes the conversation and hopefully people hear it and you, yeah. you take that into consideration when you build something with that john we gotta take a All break right, we gotta take a We're break talk to our sponsor uh, for this week, which is our friends over at the Soto Main Street District, and they're going to talk all about uh, their amazing Soto After Dark events. Let's hear all about it. We're here at Swirlery Wine Bar in Soto talking about uh, an upcoming event with my boy David Ski Buckaloo. Thanks, Brendan. How are hey, you doing? I'm good, man. I always want to say David Ski Buckaloo, the kangaroo. I like it. Let's That's go with it. That's just me, though. Yeah, it's just we'll me. You that. just got off a plane. You'll <laughs> let me say whatever I want. You can call me whatever you want, as long right. as you call me. <laughs> Here at Swirly Wine Bar, they just celebrated their four-year anniversary, killing it, si- selling wine. What street are we on? I don't even know what street I'm on. That's Michigan out there. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan, I always want to say Washington. Fern Creek. Yeah. All right. In Fern Creek. Killing it. This is across from Corner Stone, Stone Cornerstone. Stoned Pizza. 
Cornerstone Pizza. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm done. No more bubbly for me. That's how good it is here. You just keep drinking. It's one of those good bungalow episodes right. where they start drinking. <laughs> You're right. Thank you, David. Letting everybody know you you actually listen to us. I do. I listen every week. I'm I love a it. Big fan. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> That's how we always squeeze you in. We had we had you on last year talking about the same event. It's happening again. That's how we know it's been a year. It's a pretty good sign if you bring me back. And it used to be at the Soto Shopping Center. Right? No. Was that back back in the day? No, last year it was at uh, Soto Design Center. Design yeah. Center. Okay. But and this year it's at Novelle Lucerne, which is the new apartment complex. Awesome. I actually just toured that complex, and it's beautiful. The clubhouse is like, if I wasn't paying for a, a co-working space, I'd probably just go hang out there because it's oh, a beautiful one. They have like a golden alligator skull in there. It's beautiful in there. That's how you know you're fancy. Fancy yeah. AF. You have a gold, <laughs> golden gator skull. That's the golden you know gators. you've arrived. That's my uh, <laughs> my new punk band, Golden Gators. <laughs> so we uh, tell me about this Soto After Dark thing. It's happening on September 21st. Yep, September 21st in the Soto District at Novella Cern. Okay. 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's an adult-only event. Uh, this no is kids. Sh- no kids. Do not bring your kids to this one. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Leave them at home. I'm there. But yeah, we have uh, two big bands. Uh, we have the Backbeat Band. Uh-huh. Three Bs. Yes. That's three points right? on categories. Yes. <laughs> okay. And the Crenshaw Project. Crenshaw Project. Uh, so the two bands. And then we have food uh, featuring our own Hungry Pants of the okay. Soto District. That's the well old Yum Yum Cupcake Truck people. They're so hot right now. So yes. hot. So hot right <laughs> now. So hot right now. <laughs> and then Sugar Divas is going to have some desserts. Okay. And then there, I think we have a food truck as well. Cool. But the best part, we have our beers from uh, Rock Pit and Orlando Brewing, as well as Swirlery Winery. Is Soto-based businesses. All I like the soda. That. Yes. All, all the your sodas. soda in one night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's like a street party because they actually almost have like a, a courtyardy like main street behind the building. Yeah, right? we're closing off some streets. It's going to be amazing. We're getting 600 people out there. It's going to be fun. Okay. We're beating last year's record. So this is going to be a big event. We shared this on our Instagram and people seemed really into it. Uh, if you're a bungalow or buddy, that's our membership program. You get a BOGO deal. Uh, to come on out, and I don't want to see any of our buddies not going because it doesn't make any sense. That's almost worth it just to join the bungalow buddies just for that deal because you're saving 25 bucks right there. Right, and there's no yes. maximum or minimum on what you pay for your membership, so yeah. you could drop five bucks and then get a BOGO. He's okay with just joining for a month just to this get this deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, David. But just then forget about that. You're hired. <laughs> uh, and everybody who buys a ticket for 20 bucks, yes. right? 25 the day of. 20, 20 in advance, 25 the day of. You get uh, a drink inside. Okay. You got all that food samples that we're going to have. Glow bracelets bracelets Bl- uh-huh. and necklaces. <laughs> you sounded like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> bracelets. And I believe you can even draw on yourself. We're doing some paint. And draw on yourself yes. or on others. Yeah, whoever. Because it's glow in the dark body paint stuff, right? Yeah. So that's really <laughs> sexy. That's I went through this at... Uh, full moon party in thailand they'll do this thing on one of the islands where every full moon they have this outdoor rave and then everybody gets painted in glow-in-the-dark paint and it gets a little crazy that might happen you know what i mean yeah. like like <laughs> you might nine months have a baby i'm just saying things happen when you paint yourself a glow-in-the-dark paint yeah. uh anything else where can people get tickets so you can get them on our website, which is thesotodistrict.org. Okay. Our uh, Facebook page. We have the Eventbrite. You can purchase them right there. You can get them at Swirlery. They're selling them. And if you buy them here, you actually get the early bird price. So that's a good deal. So okay. Come out and see Melissa, and she'll sell you a ticket. Tell Melissa you said hey, and also say uh, happy.
happy anniversary. And mention the bungalower. And mention the bungalow. They got some Maybe zines here, too. Maybe a couple of samples if you do that. Oh, yeah, I like everything there. you're saying. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Tell people, too, that's the event, but like Soto District. It's a Main Street district. You And I know you have committees and ways for people to get engaged and involved, right? Yeah. So the reason I get to uh, talk on the bungalow and the bus is I'm actually the vice chair right now. I'm going to be the chairman next year. But we have a big board of uh, 19 people that organize us and get our events going, as well as Lynette, our director. Cool. Uh, we are one of the biggest districts. Maybe not the biggest, but I think we're up there. I think you're the biggest district geographically. The best one, for sure. And then you also have like a tax district, which is really cool. somehow associated with Yeah, the with NID it, right? is part of it. And yeah. that helps support our projects and things that we have going on. Baller. Growing district. Definitely your place you want to be. When our producer has something to say. Uh, individuals can join Soto District residents for $25 a year. So it's a good value there, too. Cool. So, yeah, people, so if you want to find out good ways to get involved with your uh, neighborhood down here in Soto, just south of downtown, that's where the name comes from, go to SotoDistrict.com. Thanks for uh, being on the show, David. Oh, thanks so much for having us. We'll see you at the party on September 21st. We sure will. Oh, I love that Soto District. I do too. Hey, Swirlery. <laughs> we were almost going to record a Swirlery and then this event happened. Maybe so next week. Yeah, maybe this next is going to become uh, Soto and the Bus. Want to do Soto and the Bus this month? Maybe. Let's maybe we should. Let's see what All happens. All Soto this month. All Soto this month. So, Soto September. Let's do it district by district every month. Well, that might get old. Unless it's paid for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, so, I need to say... A local blogger, I'm not going to call them out by name. Ricky Lee. Nope. (laughs) Made a big mistake in the sense that they saw an ordinance that was tabled about parking in downtown. Oh. And they thought it meant that they were getting rid of all of those pop-up parking lots that happen in... uh, Yeah. In Paramore. Yeah. yeah, Not just Paramore. They just happen to be next to the stadium. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to rent it out. Make some money. Yeah. Which, more power to them. Yeah, they should. That is not going away. It will stay. If you want to look into what I'm saying, go to bungalow.com. So if what, you don't, what, was the, what, what was the ordinance then if that wasn't it? It's like because of Creative Village, they've added more metered parking. Yes. And because of that, they had to just widen their downtown parking district is what okay. they call it. So it's just like the bureau- bureaucratic tool to collect money from parking. Okay. That's all it is. All right. Had nothing to do with taking anyone's parking away on their lawn. Stay off my parking. <laughs> so crazy. If you're looking for a cool job, our friend Bridget Keefe at Downtown Orlando Partnership has left the building or is leaving to go work with Orlando Health. So there is an opening for the executive director at the Downtown Orlando Sounds Partnership. Sounds like Brendan O'Connor's new job. I thought about it. Why not? I thought about it. Why not? Because yeah, I'd miss all this stuff. We can still do this. Could I do all this, too? Why not? I do. And get real money? Yeah. Oh, I like it, John. <laughs> I like it. Maybe I will. We'll see what happens. Go check it out. Type in uh, Downtown Orlando Partnership into our toolbar. Thornton Park. We already talked about their Swanee Crosswalks. Uh, Ten most popular tech jobs in Orlando. OBJ just released a report. $12.5 billion economic impact on Orlando's economy from tech jobs and we have a whole list which is kind of boring now that i look at it so if you look (laughs) what i'm hearing is if you don't have a job and you're wondering about going back to school 
tech is it. Yeah, go go learn how to code. Yeah, there's like 8,000 jobs for software developers and applications. They're paying $95,000 salaries. Yeah, which is probably like the low end. Not, pretty, uh, well, that was higher for this one. <laughs> software developer, system software developer, $110,000. Wow. Yeah, anyway, crazy. It's one like point half of what I make. <laughs> the other half. Twice yeah, you mean times two. Oh yeah, I meant, I meant half of what I make. That's half of what I make. The Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center just clapped back to those local organizations who are complaining about rents. And they have since said to the ballet, opera, and orchestra, you know what? You said our rates are too high. We're going to lower them all and open it to all nonprofits. All right. No Let's longer just to your cohort of originals. Let's rent it. Anybody can get you it. You and me. $600 for a performance at the Pew Theater. It's 300 people. Anyway, go check that out. We'll save it later. We got to go. We got to go. What's your number one event this weekend? Poker tournament. Oh, I'm going to go. Orlando Poker Science tournament Center. in Orlando. We're going to be there. Soto after dark. I'm judging a steak cook-off in Ivanhoe Village <laughs> for uh, the Gentry Barbecue people. Papa Lama's having a brunch pop-up on Sunday. Evening exchange on Friday. That's all I got. All right, well, go out this week and have some fun in Orlando. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there, too. Naked. See you guys next week. <laughs>